Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week, we're looking at how Jesus builds his Ecclesia. Now, today we're going to read from Matthew 15 and uh, verse 6. But before we go there, just a, a very quick review. Ecclesia, when Jesus was on this earth, the primary meaning of Ecclesia was it was the name of the legislative body of the Greek city-states. In other words, the way we would bring that into today is Jesus was talking about that he was going to have what I would call a group of culture builders, that they were going to affect the culture. And if you would, their agenda was different than hell's agenda. Hell has its ecclesia. Hell has its people who are advancing its agenda. But he said, I'll build my ecclesia. I'll build my culture builders. And the gates of hell, hell's ecclesia that's at the gates, will not prevail against my ecclesia. Now the problem is, is we look outside and it looks like hell's ecclesia is winning. Well, a big part of that is because Jesus' ecclesia uh, has... Um, been absent. Uh, we haven't shown up for the votes. We haven't shown up to for, for the discussions, if you would, because oh, we're not supposed to be involved in that. We're just we're just supposed to get people saved. Well, that's not what the word ecclesia means. The way you become one of his ecclesia is to get born again, to know that he is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. But you see, that was the the rock of revelation that Jesus said he would build his ecclesia on. See, you qualify to be a culture builder for Jesus if you know who Jesus is. And see, once you have that rock of revelation, then he's going to use that same principle of revealed truth. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, Peter, but, your father, but my Father which is in heaven... He's revealed it to you. And on this rock, I will build my ecclesia. It begins first with knowing who Jesus is, having that revelation and understanding in our heart and putting our faith in him. And then that become, makes us part of the structure. But then he builds the ecclesia to affect the culture. And with that, we have to have a revelation of God's word about government. We talked some about that yesterday. Now, today, I want to identify one of our current problems because a lot of times people would say, well, well you know, I, I know, I understand. Well, let's look at Matthew 15, 6, and then we begin to talk about this because if you would... There's a difference between flesh and blood revealing it to you and the Father revealing it to you. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. And to me, 
Matthew 15, 6 identifies this difference. Now, at this point, he, you know, the Pharisees and so forth had asked Jesus, why are your disciples violating the tradition of the elders and so forth? And then he said, well, then why are you violating with your traditions the word of God? And he begins to talk about honoring father and mother. And he, he talked about a command, and then he says, regarding that, then he need not to honor his father and mother. Jesus says, and this is the conclusion, thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. You've made the word of God of no effect by your tradition. If you would, they were not ignoring the scripture of honoring your father and mother. They just redefined it. They redefined it. They kept it, they kept the concept in place, but redefined it. If you would, it was their own understanding of honoring your father and mother. It was a, you know, as Proverbs chapter 3 talks about, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. It was a understanding that this is a way that you can honor your father and mother. But Jesus is saying, no, uh, you doing that has made the commandment of God, the word of God, of no effect. In other words, you are going by, going back to what Jesus said to Peter in Matthew 16. You are going by flesh and blood understanding, you don't have the rock. You don't have the scripture revealed to you. You're not operating from a place of spirit revealed truth. You're not operating from a place where the Father has made this known to you from his word. You don't have that personal interaction. You don't have that personal revelation what you have is a tradition. You have something that's been passed on to you. And you see, even though very, I think there's still a large number of Americans that do believe in the principles that America was founded on. The problem is they can't function as the ecclesia because the only revelation they have of that is a revelation through flesh and blood. They have it because it was passed down. They mentally like the concepts. They, yeah, I like that, that's good. But the bottom line is they do not have that spiritual dynamic of that truth. They, they don't really see it as this is, this is God. This is God. No, they look at it as, well, you know, I like what Jefferson said. I like what Madison said. I like what Adam said. I like what George Washington said. You know, I, I like these principles. They're really good. I like them. They're really good for us. And they've, they've worked well. And it's all, going back to Peter's situation, 
It's all a flesh and blood understanding. It's a tradition that has been passed on. Now, thank God, it's a good tradition, kind of like pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. It's a good tradition, <laughs> you know. But when it's only because it's been passed down to us, it loses something. It's like there are a lot of people in America, uh, you know, it used to be, uh, uh, you know, more people used to go to church. Now church attendance generally across the nation is declining. But the problem is, is this tradition. A lot of people went to church because their mom and daddy went to church. Their grandparents went to church. I go to that church because that's where my family's always went, and I'm a part of it. And the bottom line is that flesh and blood approach doesn't have staying power. It doesn't have strength to it. Now, some people, oh, you know, they'll, they'll tie into it. They'll, for lack of a better phrase, they'll work up their flesh and, and dive into it more. But it doesn't have the strength of the spirit. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. And they're operating from a fleshly standpoint. And so as a result of that, where that just becomes a tradition that is passed along, that fleshly tradition loses power with time. You see, you're not, a person does not become a Christian by osmosis. You know, uh, just because a mouse is in a cookie jar doesn't make him a cookie. And, and the bottom line is what makes the difference is having an understanding by the Spirit of God, the Father revealing it to us. And if you would, you see, truth, even though the, the truth is the truth, there's a point where we need to have that personal interaction with God. We need to have that personal understanding of truth because if we don't have that rock of revelation, then it doesn't have the staying power. It doesn't have, it doesn't have that oomph in us, if you would. And, and the bottom line, many people in America only have a fleshly understanding of the principles that this government was built on. They don't have the spiritual understanding that many of our founders have because we don't study the word for government. We don't look at it. And so it hasn't become a revelation to us. We're not ready to go, ah, oh, this is God's way. This is God's way. See, that, again, they weren't perfect. Not everything about it was perfect. But they exceeded any group of humans in the formation of, of a nation that has ever existed. And the only reason they were able to do that is because there was a revelation, there was an understanding that was greater than what was passed down to them. There was a truth and revelation of Scripture about government, about justice, about liberty that was there that they took hold of and they endeavored to implement within our nation and our country. And, and the bottom line is everything wasn't right, 
but they planted the seeds of truth, justice, and liberty to a degree that no other group of people have ever done. And they laid the foundation for America to, to grow to the place of prominence that it is through those principles. But sadly, too much of the time now, we just have, if you would, a religious tradition. Uh, old Hank Williams Jr. song, it's a family tradition. We're Americans, this is our tradition. And, and the bottom line is uh, traditions are open for change. And the bottom line is so many people in our country are wanting to make changes in our traditions. But you see, you can't change truth. Truth is truth. And what we need to have, the way Jesus builds his ecclesia is through revelation, illumination of his word. And when we've got that, that creates a rock that the gates of hell cannot move. The gates of hell cannot prevail against. Satan's agenda for culture can't succeed against that. It can succeed against tradition. It can undermine traditions. But when we've got a true understanding of God's word, hell itself can't defeat it. God bless you. See you tomorrow.